listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot no person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow alice walker hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a wednesday ready to do some podcasting uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black out tips leave us five star reviews please please if you're listening to this right now can we have some five star reviews please guys They're absolutely free we love y'all when y'all do that we Put love five reading on it on saturday mornings um and uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport what about yep. <coughs> and blue box street <laughs> you, you okay over there oh no i had some peanuts before we started the show mm. please don't don't vamp and say anything that uh let me uh catch my breath karen um <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> like a good co-host would no just leave me hanging um <laughs> I, i'm looking go i want to be sure you're okay mm-hmm. uh but yeah because uh, ain't no recording if you ain't care has some random thoughts go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i do, and it's not really random doll it's, it's just i want to admit uh to everybody that i am gonna be the reason that skynet take us all out because i actually like technology a lot and uh at my uh uh my new gig i got um they actually have wireless headphones where your headphones can actually connect to your computer wirelessly and if you actually have to go old school and like plug it in uh for some people the it man had to come and like run the program to get your shit to actually listen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and shit so i like that i didn't know and i was like i seen that it had like a bluetooth option so i hit it and uh you know how you do your uh thing you hold it and all of a sudden it just start searching and that shit popped up i was like oh shit now i'm in business do they provide you with a bluetooth headset or no 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 uh, yeah the, the the ones that i u- normally use mm-hmm. i just connected them to the computer mm-hmm. wow i I couldn't believe y'all i couldn't believe it either i couldn't believe what it. what kind of stuff can it do huh i so i basically um i can listen to everything that's kind of running through the computer because what happened is that uh a lot of the uh tutorials and all that stuff is videos mm. so you have to you know watch the videos through your computer and they have this thing that actually monitors <clears throat> like what you've completed and how you completed it and they have questions you know simple questions that you have to answer and all that shit and it was like a two-week thing you finish one week and then you would go into the next week and so you had to be connected to the computer and so i always keep a a, a hard pair headset because i've never had a job where you could actually connect wirelessly so uh and it's funny though the way it's set up i i actually thought that my computer kind of like the tower of the base of the computer was in another location because i couldn't find that bitch i was like um uh i see my monitor because we have double monitors so i see my monitor on but uh i don't see nowhere to plug it i didn't know what was happening and what happens is that uh the computers are tiny and they're actually uh built in behind one of the monitors and so it's like behind it so i was like oh shit it's in the back i didn't know it was in the back no no, nobody gives you no instructions i've never been nowhere with a computer in the back the computer normally so y'all don't have like a tower like a desktop no and that was that's cool 
and it's neat though because it, it, it takes up less space but i've never worked anywhere like that so i was like the fuck is this so i was looking all around and I, I couldn't find that bitch for nothing i kept saying the computer is on where the fuck is the computer i'm old and black y'all so all i know was it just didn't look right so i found out that it was behind it and so um i didn't even plug it i just seen it was the bluetooth and i went through that prompt so uh yeah I, that's one reason why i say um i'm the reason why oh my god is this beautiful y'all should have seen me i was old and black and being amazed by technology <laughs> i was like what the fuck is this what is happening and i know i'm not the only one that don't know your computer monitor can be on the back of your screen i mean your, your, your tower can be on the back of your computer monitor you don't do that at home so i was i supposed to know all i know is i couldn't find that bitch it wasn't on the left and it wasn't on the right and it wasn't <laughs> at my feet i was like where is it at uh-huh. it took me 10 minutes to find it <laughs> but anyway that's one reason why um i'm the problem with uh i'm gonna be why skynet is here and the second reason why i'm gonna be the problem for skynet is uh i actually uh ordered from the um uh uh vending machine with my fingerprint and that shit was neat okay. i was like oh shit i can use my fingerprint <laughs> how does that work though uh they have like this program and you sign up for it and um you can uh do you can do like certain sets of money so you can like put down you know five ten fifteen twenty dollars or you can get it where it's recurring like after once you once you run out the your whatever um amount you set the thing automatically redraft that same amount you eat that down so it's always like a continual thing but i didn't do that i just did a one-time thing Mm -hmm. and so you set everything up and it's like a little small bodega it's really neat it's like a little small bodega they have like breakfast food and cereal and milk and sandwiches like they it's it's like a bunch what it's a vending machine or it's a bodega it's i put like this pieces of it it's it's kind of like a bodega slash vending machine because some of the stuff is like behind like a refrigerator where you have to open it up and pick mm-hmm. and then some of the stuff is kind of out in the open and so you go and you pick it and then you go to the machine and you actually uh <coughs> scan what you what you picked up mm-hmm. and then i put my finger down and it ran my finger and it a uh, thing popped up and said this is how much it costs this is what it was uh would you like for me to email your receipt i said yes that bitch emailed me a receipt and i didn't have to pull out no money i was like yes more of this please yes oh that's dope um i didn't know how to behave how did they get your financial information now oh you you actually log into the website and you put it in separately oh, okay like you put it the the, the the financial information in separately but you can just walk up to the uh and there's no people that work there or anything mm-mm. it's just a machine mm-hmm. now, how people- big is this machine uh it's uh well the machine is is the machine actually looks like a, like an atm machine and um you can actually pay with your card like on the spot yeah i know that part but i mean how big is this machine to have all that stuff you just said in it? oh no 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 you have the 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 machine that you check out and then on the sides it's like these refrigerators and they're separate like separate mm-hmm. in these refrigerators and then you have like stuff kind of piled around you just go pluck what you want oh so can't somebody just take something and just walk off then 
I, I don't know how it works. I, oh. I don't know. Uh, I'm, like somebody said, I'm pretty sure they got cameras somewhere cause somebody oh. actually does come and fill the, and, and like fill the, fill the machine back up. Oh. Uh, like, like fill the sandwiches and like cereal and milk oh, okay. and all that. So like somebody actually comes in, <clears throat> uh, they have like their own bash. They actually comes in and, and fill it back up. And so, um, it's really, really, really neat. And also something else, uh, they had, <laughs> and this tripped me out too, uh, cause we got water bottles, right? And so they have this thing where they want to conserve, uh, uh, from people using like plastic water bottles. So a lot of people have, will carry like water, water bottles. And so they have this thing and it was like, uh, you can feel your water bottle here. So I put my water bottle there and it just started filling it up. It, I guess it, it weighs it. Is it a sensor or something? Yeah. I didn't know that it was a sensor or something. Yeah. They had those at the Y. And it weighs it just stop filling it up. I was like, oh shit. I'm old and black, y'all. Technology. I'm like, I'm, see, I'm going to be the reason why Skynet took us all out. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not sure how Skynet would be activated by any of this stuff, but when the machines get mad because somebody else make them mad, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be the reason why they get mad. I'm probably going to be one of the first people to take out. <laughs> they definitely have. <laughs> Uh, it's just funny to me because uh they is like people always get so weird about privacy online and stuff but then we give these like technology we give it so much information mm-hmm. you know it's like oh man you know they're gonna get your information meanwhile it's like ooh, i can get a sandwich if i just give them my fingerprint and it's like Come well, on. now some 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 company somewhere that you done clicked uh except on right. online on some type of agreement got your fingerprint and they can use that for whatever the fuck next thing you know you're getting framed for crime so just putting <laughs> fingerprints everywhere right like oh this is put this fingerprint on on these two dead bodies uh we got we got evidence <laughs> we got it you was there <clears throat> fingerprints okay how else <laughs> we got your fingerprints <laughs> right you would just gave it to us no obviously you got your fingerprints because <laughs> you did you the crime there. um <laughs> so i actually like uh taking the, the technology stuff a lot so I was really like, oh my god, this be- the whole time. I was like, what the, what is happening here? So it, it, it has been an old black lady adventure getting used to the technology. Oh my god, is this beautiful? <laughs> that was me trying to figure out how to do this shit. I'm glad that, uh, you did that, but, um, I'm a little worried. You know who got your fingerprints? Crackers. <laughs> that's who got your fingerprints now. <laughs> crackers. Uh, that's, that's who got my fingerprints. Mm-hmm gotta watch out they they already they, they already got it from the passport anyway <laughs> next thing you know they're gonna have you framed for a crime <laughs> that i didn't commit you ain't gonna be able to uh talk your way out of it Mm-mm. now you see something now you see now you done fucked up you know that don't you i see what i'm saying I, no i I thought no, so you know what I'm saying that you done I, fucked up now, you know that don't you? Yeah, but I know you done fucked up, don't you? I know Cause they got your fingerprints. Because <laughs> because because uh, they got it. So I <laughs> like I said, um, uh, yes, I'm gonna be the the reason why we get Skynet. I'm just sick. I've just come to the acceptance of it. You know, something gonna happen. We got a nest here. It's gonna fuck around and just crank up the heat for no reason and kill us all. You know. Uh, and um, nobody gets canceled. News. The ultimate nobody gets canceled is back. Nate Parker. Oh, where'd he come from? He has a film called American Skin has been added to the Venice Film Festival slate. Yeah, nobody get canceled. Thereby proving the corollary, the rule, 
the theory that i brought up on this show so long ago and that people was trying to use him as an example of now y'all say nobody gets cancer well what about nay parker is back okay somehow he still has enough support to get stuff done so i'm not sure you can say he got canceled i think we have to take it back guys i'll say good okay he is uncancelable uh his his park is a film american skin has been added to the venice film festival lineup in the fastest scofini section uh sconfini section the film about a black iraq uh war veteran who seeks justice for his son killed in a shooting is the first feature from parker since the 2016 slavery drama the birth of a nation parker wrote directed and stars in the la set film which addresses timely subjects like police violence enduring racism in american society co-star uh co-stars include amari harwick uh theo rossi and Bo knapp uh parker plays a u.s marine veteran lincoln jefferson hey <laughs> i mean that it doesn't get more black than that name um lincoln jefferson, lincoln jefferson uh who is uh oh, better would have been lincoln jackson jefferson lincoln uh, who is working as a janitor at a prestigious california junior high school in california uh well that that that's yeah that's what that means and trying to mend his relationship with his son and his after his divorce uh when his son is killed during a routine police check the officer who shot him is declared innocent without having to face a trial this is hardened for having been denied due process lincoln takes the entire police station hostage and stages his own trial in which members of the jury are the inmates and common people well sounds like a very compelling premise to be honest with you uh, <clears throat> spike lee who plans to attend the festival premiere offered his praise for the film my brother nate parker has concocted a brave tour de force i haven't been affected by a film like this on so many levels in a long long time he said in a statement it is my hope and prayer that the movie audience will understand this battle between love and hate which has divided our world bravo nate bravo it's a pretty strong endorsement from spike lee mm-hmm. who y'all was all just rooting for Not with too uh long ago clansman last year so mm-hmm. don't don't try to take it back no take backs that's y'all man uh the venice festival also added graham a sky and bundy buddy squires documentary beyond the beach the okay i don't know anything about those people Mm-mm. but uh yeah so um looks like he's back we'll, we'll see how it goes you know mm-hmm. how it's received if i mean he did do the thing where he laid low he tried to fight it at first i don't know what he's gonna do about interviews this time around right now the subject matter might not be as bad because you know within the nate parker uh yeah the the, uh, nat turner story i think he included sexual assaults that didn't actually happen and shit like that so it made it really easy to be like with your history you should not be adding anything about sexual assault to the story and uh well now that you have it in your and your movie it's a perfect time to bring this back up you know mm-hmm. um i don't think the me too movement has really gone away at all um no. so i still think these questions will be raised i think if if this film is good enough to get award like recognition there will be a lot of backlash to that um and of course you know he'll still have a lot of black men on his side that just feel like none of this stuff is important it's just that he's a black man and uh that's the real problem he wouldn't have to deal with this if he was white so um so i i'm guessing we'll be, be a repeat of what three years ago two years ago now mm-hmm. we we'll probably get a, a dvd of it 
yeah well, i mean maybe i but i just think it'll i mean we didn't get one for the uh birth of a nation so i don't know oh, that we, we will okay. um but uh we'll be saying you know uh let's see uh puerto rico high court overturns pedro Pierluisi as governor um so the supreme court overturned the swearing in of pedro uh pierre luisi as the island's governor less than a week ago clearing the way for justice secretary wanda vasquez to take up the post after weeks of turmoil uh, the decision cannot be appealed but is expected to unleash new demonstrations because remember puerto ricans don't want her as a governor Mm-mm. and she said she didn't want the gig right pierre luisi was appointed secretary of state by then governor ricardo rossello uh, while legislators were in recess and the only house approved only the house approved his nomination per Luisi was then sworn in as governor friday after rossello formally resigned in response to an angry street protest puerto rico senate sued to challenge the legitimacy uh of the governor arguing that its approval was also necessary the supreme court judges fa- ruled in favor of the senate so now they don't they don't even know where wanda is she don't, she don't want them problems and he ain't the governor so i don't know what's gonna happen in puerto yeah, rico she left town she was like i told you i didn't want the job and uh she was and i they probably like they're gonna force you to get it she was like the fuck they will i ain't got to be here i'm actually surprised donald trump isn't on twitter talking shit about them Mm-mm. hey because that's like don't you can't you can't put it past that motherfucker i that's i would not true. be shocked if he was calling them all kinds of acting like they're not from america and shit and being like oh y'all blame the hurricane on me it's really they fault like i'm surprised he probably just too racist to be reading that news or and that's what i that's what i'm about to say it ain't hit, hit hadn't hit his radar yet fox ain't covering it so you know um centoya brown yeah has been released from prison as of this morning and she landed a book deal upon release from prison wonderful make that money shout out to kim k and those activists who help pave the way to get this black woman out of jail put in all that work she lost all those years of her fucking life got all that attention to to her case and uh glad to hear she's free right and she says she's gonna um work uh in the field of getting people justice that are wrongfully incarcerated um or over sentence um so that's uh that's a win for everybody i think so mm-hmm. that's I, some good news and also i think that's one not trying to find us one fear that the people have like whenever they do people wrong in these systems a lot of these people get out and they do that type of work and mm-hmm. they know how the system runs and how it works in the ins and the outs and shit like that and they not here for the bullshit because they're like the fuck you we gonna no we are not going down this road again well also i mean you you've been through it so right. you probably got conviction that way but in all fairness we don't really allow felons back in a into um society no we don't and it's not just on a work thing personally people don't do it you know like one of the critiques i've seen of uh Nicki minaj that is that she's about she's getting engaged and might be about to marry this guy who went to jail for statutory rape mm-hmm. um which is an interesting critique by the like ban the box people get a second chance crowd because essentially what you're saying is that person is that crime forever and they can never not be that crime correct whether he served time for it or, or not, not. it's impossible to be rehabilitated from that and when you're picking Nicki Minaj what you're really saying is any woman any person 
should never be associated with this man again now that's just sexual assault obviously that's a terrible crime right but you know there's people in crime manslaughter murder um you know violent offenses drug offenses like it's kind of interesting what we decide as a society is like the value of a person after they've done these crimes you know and so she's a person that i mean you were bringing up other people but people like that that getting back get out and get into this work i wonder how much of it is also i don't have the ability to just go get a job job that's true so i have to get into a field where they already understand that i'm an example of the overbearing prison system and i'm also uh advocate now because my life has been positioned that so it's an actual um like there's certain problems that we look at as society as like the government or politicians or white white supremacy and shit and i'm not saying those those places are exempt but all those things are made up of people individual people who buy into those systems and promote those systems and i don't know that people have gotten around their hang-ups around you know criminal criminality no they no they no they haven't because the most most people um how can i say this in my opinion most people think that they will never break the law quote unquote most people think oh if they've broken the law they haven't been caught so the average person thinks i am not a criminal because i have not went to jail and i have not served my time and anybody that goes to jail fuck them unless you're my family member unless you're my loved one or unless i like you if you don't fall in any of those categories it's fuck you forever fuck you 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 but when i'm the one that commits the crime or my family members and my loved ones commit the crime i want grace i want mercy i want understanding i want y'all to fight for me i want y'all to march for me i want y'all to do everything in the world because everybody thinks that they're exception to the rules to get locked up until your black ass is locked up yeah it just seemed like people feel like i like it as a concept as a theory like i want people out of jail i don't want people dealing with blah 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 but in reality when you start like dealing with folks like this when you start being around people like this when you start thinking about the idea of doing business with being in relationships with you don't see that same energy man Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that you know claim to be super woke but they clown they clown people for like oh you dating a you would date somebody with a criminal record like you know shit like that and it's like well i mean these are your principles that you claim to have and now you don't have them anymore right you know so it makes you wonder what the real truth is now i'm not even judging those folks i Mm -hmm. feel like we're all kind of hypocritical on this yes we are you know um we say we want compassion for people that have like drug addictions but we make jokes about crackheads right you know knowing that that's mostly a black thing so it's not you know this is not to say like oh i'm so much better than you niggas this is Mm-mm. just pointing out the hypocrisy that that just exists out there yeah this is human nature maybe, you know something we can examine within ourselves and each other because you know uh centoya brown you know is just one example of somebody that did do you know d- she did kill this person but we all understand how why and that the sentence she got at the age she got was was just over the top ridiculous so she served some time and now she's out and you know got a second chance at life and it's going to be interesting to see like how she's treated because we we it's easy for us to root for her right as a concept but we don't know her really Mm -mm. you know we're gonna now now she's out she'll be she'll have social media she'll have 
a book she'll have like we don't know her thoughts and feelings on things she might be on instagram live she might say some shit that ain't the wokest shit in the world we don't know how people are going to treat her and what life's going to be like for her i just hope that it, it turns out good so me, me 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 too because like i said it's one of those things because human nature and people particularly on social media are so fickled that if you don't do a line step with um what they think is right all of a sudden you ain't shit and everything you so it's, it, it could turn really really quickly yeah it only takes one time man I, like i said i don't and i don't have an answer mm-hmm. these are just things i think about all the fucking time like you know when do we decide that um and it mostly seems like it's based off if people like you or not but when correct when do we decide when it's okay for folks to like have fucked up and be in the limelight and i'm not just talking criminal shit either but just even socially you know like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh there's a lot of like punitive feelings out there um speaking of which lil nas x talks creating more positivity online says his past online activity would sometimes go too far um now we all know him from old town road he came out of the closet quote unquote i hate that term but he uh he he opened up talked about sexuality during pride month um people have been really like supportive of him i feel like he's uh and he's taking a lot of this stuff in stride you know when people Mm -hmm. have said anything kind of questionable or offensive to him he's actually like kind of flipped that energy which i love to see um but yeah um he uh he had a twitter account um which he deactivated called Nas mirage um and he's yet to answer questions about his activity on the account but he says his views regarding how one receives attention online have changed i do try to stay positive online x said before alluding to his past approach i asked myself is this going to offend somebody before i do it a lot of the stuff i used to do years before would sometimes go too far i know i have a platform now so there's more of a need to make sure something is hurtful or too uh, nothing is hurtful or too crazy even dealing with mean people i can do it because i understand them i used to sometimes say mean shit for no reason i know that when people say things they're just thoughts that might be there today but i'm not going to care about tomorrow what am i even gaining from acknowledging it back in april x said an entire situation was a big misunderstanding x went on to discuss how there are different paths to viral success and that he's happy he didn't result to certain options i would watch a lot of musicians try to come up by doing crazy stuff and using outrageous behavior to keep attention i even thought about doing that like maybe busting a car window or something to get attention but i knew i could do it without making everything into a stunt um yeah and and you know what that that's interesting right because for the most part the people at least in my circles they love Lil Nas X Mm -hmm. right really has embraced all this shit he's quote unquote the one hit wonder but you know continues to uh have success with that song Mm -hmm. continues to um and really came to prominence in the right way right for Twitter and for social media now which is uh, I was talking to um, somebody about this um it's almost better to be black and have somebody be against you when you come out because then black people will rally around you to protect you and then support any and everything you do after that for a while Mm -hmm. it's almost better to come in that way so them trying to get him off the charts actually propelled him up the the ladder of like people that are supported within the community because a lot of people was like oh i support this dude because white people hate him agreed right and i and i and and it's sad and it's cynical to think that way but 
you know i was thinking about this because i was watching uh angry uh angry uh a black lady sketch show which uh came out last friday really Uh, really funny Mm -hmm. um and like you know there were people that really loved it a lot of people loved it a lot of people tweeting about it all the you know Mm -hmm. positive comments but then there was like a thread that was started by somebody that wanted to say how they didn't like it and they didn't relate to the characters and they didn't see themselves which is kind of ridiculous in a sketch show i'm not gonna go into a whole spiel about it but that's kind of a ridiculous critique of it that's like i didn't see myself in clayton bigsby or you know fire marshal bill never made me feel like i was represented like that's not what a sketch comedy is really even for but okay you know whatever the the, the funniest subjective people may or may not like something but there was like people trying to find like community and gather around this idea of tech kind of taking the show down Mm-hmm. after 30 it. minutes one 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 episode and they was willing to be like fuck this whole mm-hmm. show fuck them even trying to be funny yeah. i won't be watching anymore a, it's not for me a community of people pe- a lot of people build uh, relationships on on dislike right and it was a show that checked so many fucking boxes mm-hmm. right i'm talking body size i'm talking uh sexual orientation i'm talking um just you know like color like down the scale of light skin dark skin browns and all this stuff um and it was like cute you know like and and it was also funny so like Mm -hmm. you had all this stuff right yeah and you can you can tell by the comedy that women wrote that shit yeah and and there's of course anytime it's funny because people like the bemoan representation and shit and they and they decry and they beg for like i want to you know and then you get it and it's like not these niggas like every single time you know with atlanta with insecure with uh scandal with it's always somebody that's like it this doesn't 100 percent represent me so therefore uh it's not the right kind of black and i'm against it you know and it's like well every kind of black is not somebody's kind of black come on it's like you know y'all don't enjoy shit it's it's so weird because uh i know it's a tangent but it's so weird because like niggas watch breaking bad and they was okay it's no niggas on that show like y'all love that shit you know it's like you know there's a bunch of shit that people enjoy star wars and shit this is like this ain't really about us at all but i can still suspend my disbelief and enjoy it and then to see people cry about i'm tired of black pain i'm tired of black struggle okay well this is as black joy as you get and it still somehow was a problem you know no white people in the show no white people mentioned in the show they only had jokes about white people in the first episode and people was like it's too too much about the white gaze i'm like you're bringing that up not the show but you're bringing it up anyway all that stuff to say that i was thinking oh you know what uh black lady sketch show needs they need like tommy lauren to be upset about it and then niggas will be like fuck this shit it's the funniest goddamn thing ever racist is mad <laughs> like they you almost need that I, like that might be the next level marketing for hollywood is people start making backroom deals with like tucker carlson i'm gonna need you like pierce morgan i'm gonna need you to write like a hot fire piece about how you know this is the most offensive unfunny bullshit you've ever seen in your life and i'm gonna need you to use all the arguments that these other black people would normally use against me so that they can't use them arguments and then they have to support me please help your boy out okay i need some help be like that that might be better and i think that's what happened with Lil Nas X is because of that nobody went and tried to find like his old tweets Mm -mm. or whatever he used to say or do 
and no and he's admitting to saying like i used to be like trolling and shit nobody's even looking or cares Mm-mm. and i think it's just because white people didn't like this dude so it's like oh we got to support my man mm-hmm. um but yeah and plus when people like you then you get to grow you get to grow <laughs> ain't that amazing and when they don't you don't get to grow yeah you know so uh, it's kind of interesting to, to, to see like him kind of have this realization of like yo i it, a few years ago i was wilding out here and nobody i haven't seen anyone with a screenshot or try to take him and, and the other thing is if you did people probably would jump on your shit for a while like hey leave him alone he's cool you know what people can't grow and all that shit which by the way i do believe in I, i'm not one of those yeah. i don't say that sarcastically yeah, or i do believe ironically. in allowing people to grow i think i do think people can grow um uh fx's atlanta secures a fourth season before production for season three even begins come on yeah that's, they, they seen all them niggas doing all types of shit they're like we got to get them for two seasons right now yeah that's my show so I can't wait. um i already got two golden globes and five emmy awards for the first two seasons so it's just, just gonna keep stacking hopefully they bring back everybody lakeith stansfield's oh. as he beats i think they will um so uh i fucking love that show it's crazy how much i love it and i wish it's now it's gotten so big that they can't even do what they did the second season when they just kind of came back like everybody was chilling started seeing commercials like robin season like what is this mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was back you know ah so anyway glad they're getting more uh more episodes uh let's see what else happened um a new bill could ban autoplay videos and endless scrolling snap streaks youtube autoplay and endless scrolling are all coming under fire from a new bill which is sponsored by senator josh howley um i guess republican missouri yeah. that shit make you look crazy you because you, you'll be and, and especially the ones that will override the 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 mutes that you have and just start playing and then it take you 25 minutes to find out where in the in the 50 random videos is playing in the background um yeah um it's fucking annoying yeah um so yeah i don't know if it's targeting exactly those but i hope i hope so oh i thought that's what i'm thinking i think he's thinking more about like when you go on twitter and videos play automatically or uh uh, now facebook has a, a a column on facebook on your app that's just videos like facebook tv this thing this thing and and you bought it up and i believe this when facebook realizes that we hit a certain button they will rearrange your arrangements then they'll do an update and the next thing you know that video button will be the button that you accidentally hit because they rearranged the buttons and shit some shit i was like what the fuck is this yeah they do it they do it like everyone as soon as you get used to the buttons at the bottom to go see like your feed is when they change it to like now we're putting the facebook video button over here oh your notifications over here now we're putting the facebook video button over here with the notifications like it's such bullshit but anyway um his social media addiction reduction technology act or smart act would ban these features that work to keep users on platforms longer mm. along with others like snap streaks that incentivize the, the continued use of these products if approved the federal trade commission and health and human services could create similar rules that would expire after three years unless congress codified them into law 
uh big tech has embraced a business model of addiction holly said too much of the innovation in this space is designed not to create better products but to capture more attention by using psychological tricks that make it difficult to look away agreed and he might be a republican but i mean i mean he's not lying i agree that's why people sad and depressed and all this other shit because they're designed to keep you on it they've done studies yeah also like you know instagram's taking away likes um no like the number of likes so you can't see that anymore um which is interesting because it might it might actually affect influencer tech uh influencer branding and stuff so Mm -hmm. you know you sell your people have used instagram to sell ads for themselves and make money that instagram doesn't get a piece of um really and so they're really thinking about doing away with likes and they're claiming that it's about the psychological effects of you know likes and not having likes and how much it how it makes people feel but i think it's just because instagram ain't making no money off that shit that that, that for, for this for that senator yes but for this yes they're like we're not making any money money billions of dollars are exchanging hands and we ain't getting a cut fuck it um yeah um deceptive design played an enormous part in last week's ftc settlement with facebook and holly the holly bill holly's bill would make it unlawful for tech companies to use dark patterns to manipulate users into opting into services for example except in decline checkboxes would need to be the same font format and size to help users make better more foreign choices come on through yes Social media companies deploy a host of tactics designed to manipulate users in ways that undermines their well-being. Josh Golan, executive director of Campaign for Commercial Free Childhood, said at a hearing late, late last month, senators heard from a panel of experts on persuasive tech. Um, yeah, Ty, Tristan Harris, a former Google design ethicist, explained how patterns create products, uh, platforms create products uh to increase the amount of time you spend on the site if i take the bottom out of this glass and keep refilling it with water or wine you won't know when to stop drinking harris told the committee that's what happens with infinity scrolling feeds yeah so it's like well, you we, can- we're not gonna just show you the last 15 posts and then you have to hit like another page to go oh, to continue to, on yeah we're just gonna make it so that you keep scrolling more shit keeps popping up and people sit on there and scroll Next all day thing you long. know you're on a 30 45 minutes an hour yeah like i've seen i've seen you do it before where mm-hmm. you just go on facebook and just share like cartoons and memes like for 30 45 minutes an hour and i'm like i'll look over to be like oh is she watching tv or something but no it's just click share 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 so you know and it, i'm guilty of it no i mean this this is not to knock you i'm saying literally it's designed to make us do that okay I'm so with you. so that's like our brains aren't better than these fucking companies mm-hmm. like they're like we didn't spend billions of dollars individually on our brains to protect us from this shit right we all have it you know what i mean i do it with um you know uh not as much anymore but uh mostly because i don't understand the platform of instagram but like uh twitter you know twitter is a thing where sometimes i go out and i'm like looking for content you know like oh let me see what this person said oh let me what what's the trending topics right now Mm -hmm. what you know and they figured out like okay here's how we keep refreshing your information in your feed to keep you on this shit you know and i had to like change some of the ways i use it um because the default settings is like addiction 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 and then you mm-hmm. you have to like level off and like this is you know one of the main things i did i only follow certain accounts 
and then uh i actually made a list that i follow instead of my regular feed so so i don't see all the shit everyone's talking Mm -hmm. about i just see a handful of people that i routinely would like to know what they're thinking same um you know and so that means sometimes you i log on to twitter and there's you know not a lot of posts and i log back off it's you know you just hop back off like oh nobody's talking about shit right um you know another thing you know was uh like uh with instagram you know i don't really know how to use instagram like that and i don't look at stories really like barely mm-hmm. very rarely do i yeah, look at I instagram really look stories. At stories but that's one of those infinity scrolling things if you start looking mm-hmm. at stories it goes to the next one it yeah. goes to the next one it, it does. goes until until you you know there's no end of it um so it's little stuff like that that i think about you know or if i see something that i i find to be like kind of like oh this is ridiculous on social media i won't respond to it or share it or whatever normally i'll talk to a friend you know like hey you see this crazy shit you know rather than to to try to join in because now you're in a conversation people are responding to you people are saying all kinds of stuff to you so it's a lot being reasonable and like like for instagram i might not follow but i post stories but i don't really like follow the story because i did that before yeah you click on it and it'll run through that person's stories and, and after you go through your friends and just start running through suggestions it's, it's like a like you said it's literally a, a, a pool you can get down yeah so it's just something to think about man because uh i mean i normally don't agree with pretty much any republicans but i agree with that, that. that's that's that yeah. bill right there might be very useful and that's not even thinking about children's brains who are coming up in this shit right um let's see what else we got wait why is this showing oh that's why because i didn't hit the button okay uh let's see what else we got here um (laughs) this is ridiculous but okay parents are giving up custody of their kids to get need-based college financial aid what do you mean? ProPublica Illinois is an independent nonprofit newsroom, blah, blah, blah. Dozens of suburban Chicago families, perhaps many more, have been exploiting a legal loophole to win their children need-based college financial aid and scholarships they would not otherwise receive, court records and interviews show. Coming months after the National Varsity Blues College admission scandal, this tactic also appears to involve families attempting to gain an advantage in an attempted, in an increasingly competitive and expensive college admission system if you didn't catch the subtext there white families parents are giving up legal guardianship of their children right during, you said giving up not taking away because our kids get taken away right our kids get ripped rip, rip from us uh yeah parents are giving up legal guardianship of their children during their junior or senior year in high school to someone else a friend aunt cousin or grandparent the guardianship status then allows the student to declare themselves financially independent of their families so they can qualify for federal state and university aid what what indeed karen Mm-hmm. that should be illegal scammers never die apparently they don't um yep um it's a scam said andy boris director of undergraduate admissions at the university of illinois in urbana champaign right because you know you have people that are actually in situations that ain't nobody giving nobody up they just happen to fall in these situations and they need to be able to claim that status and you got two functioning parents that have the ability of taking care of you. They was like, no, no, we're going to give you up to somebody we know. Mm-hmm. So oh, I stole any more questions? 
and the thing that's funny to me is you don't have unlimited spots in college no so when you do that it's literally taking away the spots from somebody that actually does need financial assistance and has earned or deserves it more than you did yeah they're actually qualified so that's that's fucked up cause yeah because I, I, I fell in that situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah wealthy families are manipulating the financial aid process to be eligible for financial aid they would not be otherwise eligible for uh they are taking away opportunities from families that really need it while ProPublica Illinois uncovered this practice in North Suburban Lake County, uh, where almost four dozen such guardianships were filed in the past 18 months, similar petitions have been filed in at least five other counties, and the practice may be happening throughout the country. Of course. Bohr said, listen, it's so funny because, listen, when I tell y'all, I can't wait till they find the pictures of all these people because I guarantee you it's not no black people because white people say shit like affirmative action is for black people and we're still in all their spots we don't earn our place in these stuff we're gaming the system oh i wish my child was black you know how many of y'all that went to white colleges someone told you that to your face like i wish oh i wish i was black so i could have got uh, da, 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 da. you know like i like you you hear these horror stories from black people that attend these institutions all the time and yet what's more of an advantage because they always go i'm not rich or i'm not i didn't own slaves i i don't have white privilege i didn't have a advantage being white well what about the zero the priceless the priceless advantage of the network of people who tell you about this scam how do you get in on the scam how do you get in with that varsity view blue scam from uh earlier this year how did why were there no black kids involved in that scam it was all white parents somehow with a net underground network of social connections the old boy network they like to call it down south what how, how did that happen y'all hmm? no niggas y'all know no niggas dog or do you just and these was famous hollywood type so you just skip over don Cheadle's house and right you skip over will smith house right you skip over jada pinkett smith house i, I don't have nothing to say about that uh but i'm gonna tell another white uh co-star and it's different you know you know we got to get an advantage for our white children our rich white children we got to find a way to get them in school you know for free because you definitely can't definitely don't can't afford to be paying college cost yeah well our million dollars of salaries and shit we can't do that um <laughs> yeah so yeah uh boar said the first came suspicious when a high school counselor from an affluent chicago suburb called him about a year ago asking why a particular student had been invited to an orientation program for low-income students boys checked the student's financial aid application and saw that she had obtained legal guardian making her eligible to qualify for financial and aid independently the university of illinois has since identified 14 applicants who did the same three who just completed their freshman year and 11 who plan to enroll this fall ProPolico Illinois found more than 40 guardianship cases fitting this profile file between January 2018 and June 2019. God damn, two months ago. No, no. Well, yeah, that's when they stopped checking, okay. but January 2018 to 20, June, so a year and a half, there's 40 cases, 40 spots that probably didn't go to somebody that deserved it. And I'm not even saying everybody that deserved it is black. There's other white people. Right. That didn't get a spot because of this shit 
like there's broke white people that hey they that probably blame affirmative action for their kid not getting into college in the college and it's this shit people that could perfectly afford it just didn't want to pay the parents involved in these cases include lawyers a doctor and assistant school superintendent as well as an insurance insurance and real estate agents a number of the children are high achieving scholars athletes and musicians who attend or have been accepted to a range of universities from large public institutions including university of wisconsin university of missouri indiana and and uh smaller private colleges um none of the parents agreed to speak on record guys you don't say shocked some hung up others declined to comment and some demanded anonymity Boar said the university told the three students midway through last school year that their university-based financial aid would be reduced reduced we didn't hear any complaint and there's also a big red flag if they were needy they would have come in to they, talk to us they that came in uh kicking the door waving the fofo what the fuck is this yep as somebody that uh was on scholarship and had grants and shit trust me every time the money looked a little funny my my black ass is up in the financial aid office like what we not gonna do what <laughs> what and i and i i remember that roger because you know you're a child but you have to learn how to stand on your own you know i was younger and roger used to force me to go i would walk up to financial aid crying but after a while i got the company they knew my name and everything once i learned how the system flowed oh no 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 baby you not fucking up my money where is my money we can't talk to you right now we be with you for three hours well bitch i got time i set my black ass there the whole goddamn three hours and looked at you every time you pass me we gonna talk i don't when do they come in i will be i will fucking camp out don't fuck with my money because this don't work out i gotta go home i gotta go home bitch i gotta go home fuck my, you my parents not rich they not about to damn send no they don't just got uh x amount of thousand dollars laying around for this shit like y'all right. y'all need to get we need to get this money and it's your job your job is to be sure my shit functions right i'm over here begging you to do your job so you can't there's no way in hell that these kids got their financial aid reduced and went and eh, no big deal unless they already had money didn't need it in the first place man look they didn't even fucking raise in hell y'all have been the first thing i seen i'd have i'd have been in there forever um yeah the university now asks questions of students who have recently entered into guardianship including whether they have contact with their parents who they live with and who pays for their health insurance and cell phone bill the questions have deterred some families from continuing to seek university aid shout out to the money grubbing motherfuckers that still go you greedy ass son of a bitches uh while the university has discretion over offering institutional aid is obligated to distribute the federal and state grants for needy students known as the pell grant and the state monetary award program or map grant in uh illinois combined they total about eleven thousand dollars a year he said the university has alerted the u.s department of education and officials at the illinois agency that administers state financial aid and illinois student assistance commission or isaac uh uh an isaac spokeswoman said uh the agency has not yet been told about a specific case but that it would alert the state attorney general and the u.s department of education if necessary a u.s department of education spokesman said he could neither confirm nor deny current or potential investigations uh illinois last year was a, had about eighty-two thousand students who were eligible for the map grant uh, up to about five thousand dollars um did not receive it because there wasn't enough money the grant is awarded on a first come first serve basis 
when filing out filling out the application for financial aid called the free application for uh fafsa guys fafsa students uh, have to prove formal separation from their parents to qualify as independent one of the few ways to do that is through a legal guardianship change students cannot just declare financial independence even in cases where parents are able to pay but refuse to do so um yeah man so uh and then also i think they said there was more cheating in this um let me see if i can get to it because they were doing stuff like you know the same thing those other parents were doing like Mm -hmm. oh this person uh, played soccer and even if they didn't and shit but um i can't remember because a very long article i can't remember where it was but i also i think they might have even been declaring they were a different race if i'm not mistaken (laughs) yeah everybody want to be black until it's actually time to be black right you don't yeah. want to you don't deal with the oppression but you you quote unquote want the benefits of being black man i i should have highlighted that part of the article kiss my ass i'm sorry a hundred a <laughs> hundred apparently guys um so yeah man just you know another way privileged people that actually have the means are you know getting over on people that we set these things up for to help the parents right. i mean to help these kids like right. you know the same people that you know think my taxes and the welfare queens and all this shit out here gaming the system like to me like a, a long time ago man i i uh i'm when i used to have white friends guys um and i remember um i was talking to one of them about like they were talking about welfare and shit and being like well you know i don't think people should be able to like scam the government for money and i said well yeah nobody should be able to scam the government for money that's not right but that's also not something that happens very often and he's like nah man because you know people scam for welfare and stuff like this and they have money and they drive this way or they go to the grocery store and they sell the things for this and i said okay i feel what you're saying but the person i was talking to i said you claiming unemployment and you had other income coming in and i know this because i'm your friend you didn't feel the need to not get that unemployment right that you didn't because you paid into that every time you had a check they take a percentage out and that's the that's the contract the social contract you have with the rest of humanity Mm -hmm. that when someone falls down in this country we're supposed to help them get their way back up a lot of countries don't have that safety net yeah yeah but but i'm just just for here Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing that you believe in and yet you didn't just say i'm gonna take this unemployment check you had other income from other places you weren't reporting and you took the money for however long you know i know you're not broke i know you didn't need that money like that but you took it because that's what the fuck is there for right right so why has it become a problem when it's welfare what is it about the idea of welfare that you associate with stealing being lazy not wanting a job what what is that coming from you know you have to have that you have to interrogate yourself you know and that's the kind of that's the thing with a lot of this shit you know like white people i believe can't believe that black people and that people that are poor or people that are just you know they need stuff from like financial assistance and stuff like that they love a good story like that but they can't fathom the idea that someone would actually need it because they live such privileged lives sometimes that they didn't really need it and they took it and so they go well that's everybody then no baby it's 
it's not and 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 it's just amazing when you talk about uh in general all any type of government assistance as far as populations more white people don't own any type of government assistance than any other fucking group of people of course but they need it as long as they can keep the mentality of it's not people like me because i'm not even just talking race here i'm talking like class Mm -hmm. education there's a lot of factors that america blows smoke up your ass and makes you feel like no you earned this and these other people that aren't doing as well as you it's because something morally is wrong with them right they're morally corrupt they don't work hard they're criminal they're uh lazy they're stupid you know a bunch of stuff that that we can go well yeah yeah yeah. i'm doing good in my life because i'm just better than these people and that's where the the fundamental um construct of capitalism comes in right is that belief that well the lower you are within this system the worst of a person you must be now you know i'm not gonna blame capitalism solely for that because obviously that's a human element mm-hmm. that even if you go to other countries there's people that you know look down on the people that are poor and they don't have a capitalist system you know right. but but still the point being like okay as long as you buy into that then you're it's incapable of having empathy for somebody that's on the down and out and you know i'm talking to talking to these guys and they're so insulated from their white privilege and male privilege and class privilege and shit they can't possibly understand that they are one fucked up thing from being broke right you know like i like is you know and i don't try to turn all my my life into a big ass like soapbox because it's really mm-hmm. hey i just wanted to go out and eat wings and watch football but That's it. sometimes these moments happen and it's like okay but you need to understand something you know because you're kicking it with me right now i've worked those jobs mm-hmm. you know like I, I had to get a scholarship to go to college come on you know like my dad was like it's this or loans like figure it out for the pale grant right so you're you're not like i'm lucky i got some help and you did too somewhere you if you don't want to admit it but somewhere down the line when you took that unemployment when you did something you got some assistance and then there's a whole other side of this that are just people gaming the system that don't need it and that's why y'all can't believe in the idea that somebody might just need some help because you're stealing you're the thief and a thief can't believe anyone else because they steal you see what i'm saying like that's the real problem it's it's like how cheaters accuse the person that's not being cheated that's the person they're cheating on they they start looking around like are you cheating on me you cheat because now you're paranoid because that's how you get down so you can't imagine another person just not getting down like you and i think that's why you see a lot of that skepticism towards you know especially black and brown people that need help that have any level of government assistance you see that level of that like it must be a scheme because when i use it it's a scheme it can't be anyone out here just righteously living a a good life and using it yeah so anyway uh that's happening giving up imagine the just the audacity of giving up custody of your kid just to get the scam there's a black woman in prison right now in texas because she forged like a the address to get her kid into a better school come on now and they sent her to prison like this this is a this is america um let's see what else we got here um bride ruins a twelve thousand euro wedding dress 
after the disastrous side effects of detox drinks what oh she detox on her dress a bride apparently had been drinking healthy so-called so-called detox shakes to banish last minute bloating and um you know so she would look good in her dress and stuff you know people do a, you know it's like i have to look great on my wedding day thing you know okay a lot of people go on diets all kind of stuff so she was yeah. drinking detox drinks but um apparently uh she went on reddit and uh well not a wedding planner went on reddit to talk about the story um and um when she uh was uh you know in the dress she was having some stomach problems and uh she tried to let out a little gas oh and uh, it didn't go right oh yeah yeah um as the as some background she explained the couple had opted for a rural shabby chic aesthetic in a historic barn which necessitated having some porta potties she asked the bride had to be honest uh had had to be honest being quite a bridezilla but it's my job to deal with those things at this point the ceremony had ended cocktail hours shutting down professional photos were taken we were prepping to transition to the entrance of the bridal party which would be followed immediately by the first dance and cake cutting during this the bride the dinner would be staged so every aspect was being fairly uh i I don't know what the last word is there Uh, a few moments later my headset beeped on and my assistant said we have an issue turns out the bride had gambled on a fart and lost in a big way yeah um perhaps this would have been different were it not for the style of wedding dress the bride had gone for uh it was a huge ball gown with hoops and slips underneath while of course it was a boned bodice oh so it wasn't nothing she could actually slip off really easily she was strapped down in that bitch there was no way they could get her to the bathroom in time the wedding planner revealed so she told everyone to expect a delay of 15 minutes then her assistant bleeped again the previous issue is more than we anticipated i ran over to find my assistant looking horrified the sakes the bride had been using had uh mixed been mixed poorly with cocktails from earlier and she had eaten a fairly decent breakfast the substance that came out of her body as a result defied explanation it was slimy oily even with stringy bits and consistently a hair gel oh she tore her stomach to pieces not only you know she had probably been holding it all through the wedding right. not only had it been a rather profound accident but the smell was unrivaled uh generally a substance no human body should admit uh but the thing that set it over the edge was that the shaper the bride wore was a latex deal that came down over the thighs and up to her bra holy shit so it just spread over her bra. oh my god she was just sitting in like shit soup yes waterproof the poo had just sort of filled it like a water balloon of horror my assistant had opened up the snap crotch just to release the evil trickling down the bride's thighs my assistant quickly sealed it back up and made and she and the bride vainly tried to wipe up the goo dry with toilet paper unsurprisingly the assistant was a complete shock the bride was crying and she didn't smell great however the bride's chief concern was keeping the guests waiting and everything running according to schedule the show must go on is the bride's motto so despite diarrhea still being embedded in her nail bed and a groom vaguely discerned disconcerted by his new wife's odor the choreographed dance goes ahead oh 
the, the bitch y'all had to wait where's the shower y'all was in that doo dancing Ugh, no ain't nothing that goddamn important Mm-mm. That, that, but I, y'all, y'all gonna have to wait an hour hit some more hors d'oeuvres oh my god blood on the dance floor indeed oh she continues as the groom spun his bride hand on her waist he is squishing the poo on the insides of her waist trainer up and out of the back of waistband to our horror we watch his oily stain spread across the middle back of the gown as we are still cringing from this the groom sets his hand firmly in the middle of the poo stain and still the couple continue with the cake cutting oh no 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 absolutely not who gonna eat this cake And you know how they cut the first piece and they gotta like share each other like mm, you take a bite no you take a bite ugh no no wait wait this uh, what i'm going home to shower they're gonna be like why is the bride in some and some in some sweatsuits and some pants bitch i bitch i had to change clothes i hope it was a chocolate cake i mean for the photo's sake okay no 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 hell no 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 i refuse no no ain't nothing that important eating the cake from the help now um (laughs) eventually the wedding planner was able to get a hold of the bride cut her out of the dress which cost the equivalent of twelve thousand euro and and sponge her down the best bit the pictures from the event appeared in a magazine still photos away from the smell were beautiful oh no no not no no weddings off marriage off everything everybody go home this is not okay no wash your ass oh let's see oh man my man tk received 55 years in prison for murder um he's the dude that made the race he's a uh rapper trap rapper i started to like and then of course they always go to jail don't they yeah i'm not even gonna try it with why with ynw melly anymore i'm just leaving it at that Mm-mm. leave it leave it alone nope because you start liking them they, they get locked up well i know he going to jail i mean the song is murder on my mind it's literally yeah. in there so oh, in the song! so um so good luck with that uh all right let's see is there anything else before we now i guess we can go ahead and get into some other things um kind of was playing this earlier but didn't officially play it so we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and assigns different point scores zero to 100 intervals of 25 how much we feel fucked with by the articles that we have found today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us today um uh, mesa arizona police officers rip racial bias training and say it kills morale who so as opposed to killing people also to worry about your morale and not the human beings that you are killing i don't, I don't care if you sad the fuck your feelings 
oh you you don't believe you you don't feel so great today because you had to learn not to just shoot random black and brown people because because you're scared for no reason oh i'm sorry this is another example of calling out our racism makes me feel kind of bad guys and i'm gonna need you to stop so another example that's the real racism guys the way i feel when i'm called racist yeah that's the shit that infuriates me when people do that bullshit yep um uh cbs reached out to more than 150 departments in big cities nationwide at least 69 percent of departments said they've added training that teaches officers how to manage unconscious biases we all have including race more than half 57 percent of those say they've added bias training since ferguson but when asked if it works most say they don't have a way to measure success and some officers even said it made their jobs harder the content was the absolute you worst. can't random to shoot black and brown people yes the content was the absolute worst training i've ever had said a mesa arizona police officer who is white <laughs> well you didn't need to tell us that cbs news agreed to hide the faces and alter the voices of two white officers from the district so they could speak freely the mesa implicit bias training teaches officers how to recognize and minimize negative impacts that hidden biases have on their jobs the training includes phrases like people are inclined to stereotype black individuals as more aggressive mm-hmm. it's reinforcing the minority of society uh, that has that blanket opinion about caucasian males one of the officers said one of the first videos introduced in that training was reaffirming that you're born a victim if you're a minority all right so what do you think the agenda is says cbs news correspondent jeff peaks um reinforcing that police are racist but specifically the white male police are racist oh no it's all y'all so just in case you felt left out uh singled out Mm, any cop pulled me over i'm like this nigga could absolutely kill me yeah i don't if you got that uniform on my dog for no reason once you join that blue gang it's all wasp to me okay it's all hornets yeah there there are no good hornets there's no there's no wasp that i see it i'm like oh, i'll let this one in my house no all these motherfuckers are dangerous because because you have carte blanche to kill me and then society will justify it in hindsight like you pull the trigger and then the lies start from there people marched there were people that marched because a judge recommended the officer who killed eric garner lose his job this week think about what i'm saying there were people who years removed from this marched to show support for what they considered the real injustice the man who choked eric garner to death as he said i can't breathe that dude losing a job not a life not years of his life to a sentence of prison a job he didn't even lose the job he was recommended to lose the job by from a judge so i don't even know if he lost it yet and they were marching for him and they think we're the racist they think i'm biased because i think black lives matter come on uh. what kind of shit is that wow um yeah um they started the video saying we're not telling you to do this we are here to present it at the beginning of the session they say don't do this but you gotta watch it yeah correct officer responded it kills morale because to pay for this training we had to give up something else right so instead of doing more firearms training okay now we're taking funds from there so for officers and the morale they look at it like you don't care about me you don't care about the citizens you care about putting on this little show 
so you know they're not taking it at all like none of this advice in stride and then also um the way they presented it to him like don't do this but you gotta watch it so even the police are telling them like don't change anything because why why would i give you the video hey ignore this video do what you want to do and firearms training i mean y'all seem to be pretty accurately killing negroes i don't know that y'all need more time learning how to be dangerous to kill us Mesa Police Department denies that trainers tell officers to ignore what they're watching. Of course, I, they were denied. Yeah, I believe. I believe that's what they tell them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not lying. That's why they didn't want y'all to say the name is nothing, so they could tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, trying to change what we have done that has worked overwhelmingly effectively because an officer becomes an officer safety issue, cause the officers to second guess themselves, which is a complete change to when we first started basically uh these lives that are lost are just a cost of business uh, yes of course you didn't know yeah that's basically what he's saying like hey you know yeah, we, what we we in the equation it's working well for us the dead black people okay the, they might the not millions like of it dollars y'all got to pay out to these families we don't care nothing about that it's just a cost of business it's a, a profit loss margin yeah even though you know we uh it's not profitable even though these lives are lost uh even though there's scrutiny all types of money it's really more inconvenient for us that y'all have a problem with this shit that's the real problem um when asked about a number of high profile incidents including robert johnson who was beaten by police uh gabriel ramirez whose neck was squeezed by police after he was handcuffed and daniel shaver who begged officers for his life in a mess hotel room before he was fatally shot one of the officers said there's nothing that those officers did that was outside the training that they had received that robert johnson video is that what you're taught to do uh, uh the news reporter asked we're taught to handle the situation the officer responded what was was that handling the situation or was that excessive force uh that was handling the situation yeah because taking your life is handling the situation so you don't think that no more training needs to be done the fact that you just said that with a straight face yeah and they mean that shit too hey man we got to handle the situation so you killed the dude uh i mean it's handled that, that nigga ain't alive hey, you gonna make me second guess myself i might not kill this dude then what i'm gonna do but we both gonna be alive that's right. crazy yeah crazy then we have a fucking witness <laughs> the officer involved in the ramirez johnson case were not charged with crimes officer philip brailsford was fired and charged with murdering daniel shaver but was acquitted after a six-week trial similar incidents across the country have prompted calls for police to change their approach of the departments who completed the survey 75 percent of them said they changed their training after controversial use of force incidents yeah but if you're telling if you're pressing play and telling them don't pay attention to this shit it don't matter what does it matter so and there's no accountability yep zero to a hundred oh a hundred your cars your cars that's ridiculous um back to police st louis sergeant there are white supremacists on the police force dun 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 that's the foundation of the police force they were slave catchers the fuck no shit so you mean the thing we've been saying (laughs) that's so that's so ridiculous hey guys i think some of these cops might have a problem with black and brown people i don't know i'm just saying what is it about your industry that attracts these kind of people what is it about your industry that these people can just get a job and nobody fucking 
bats an eye about whether or not they stand out from everybody you would think in a lot of different worlds a white supremacist would stand out right like if he was working at fucking baskin robbins and he was a white supremacist he was in there like i don't serve black people and i don't serve the chocolate people would be like oh i think this dude might have some problems with race but being a cop you can do that job as a white supremacist and nobody has to fucking know the wiser it's almost as if being a cop and being a white supremacist ain't too far apart hmm, this is interesting this is an interesting observation do you think that there are white supremacists on the job in the force uh yes said heather taylor an almost 19 year veteran of st louis metro police force you didn't even pause the reporter said have you seen some you didn't of the- pause the fuck have you seen some of the facebook posts on some of our suspended officers right now taylor responded yes taylor pointed to the recent report by the plain view project that flagged thousands of races and derogatory social media posts included some from the 22 from 22 current st louis metro officers one of those posts from a st louis officer compared black lives matter to the kkk as a president of the ethical society of police a predominantly black local union taylor's mission is to root out the racial discrimination among police well, you know they don't like her oh for sure especially if she doing the job come on she on their list uh edwards insisted implicit bias training is mandatory for all officers when asked about the two officers who said they don't remember taking it he said he didn't know what was going on that's a good question for them that's odd peaks is fine it is odd uh a hundred a hundred for them as well jacars jacars um let's see um who else can we do uh a cadillac parked on a brooklyn street for 25 years is finally being towed 25 years 25 years a rusty cadillac what parked- was that car worth dust <laughs> i guess a rusty cadillac parked on a brooklyn street remains the same as the seasons change but according according to estimates by a longtime neighborhood resident has been there since 1994 25 years later a 1971 caddy made his final run being towed away by new york police department after a windsor park resident complained that gentrification gentrification you know a nigga's probably been complaining about that shit forever nobody cared that vacation um <laughs> that's not that's not an actual thing i just made that yeah up. but that, that, new- that, 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 i agree that vacation <laughs> the fuck it is oh man shout out to dc shout out to firestarter that vacation so the so so the cleaning man when they cleaned the streets had to had to go around uh this fucking vehicle every day i know they was like shit i'm about to go around all right well you know what though people was doing it for years though mm-hmm. somehow 25 years they found a way to make it work and then like one williamsburg uh one bearded hipster bro was like i don't fucking think so dog and that shit moved y'all not about to get no dirt on no rust on my burger stocks i don't mm-mm. you ain't about to fuck up my beauty yoga class excuse me whose cadillac is this were they even putting tickets on it after 25 after 25 years is a you landmark no you know they wouldn't put no tickets on that bitch after 25 years that's a landmark that's part of the neighborhood you know it you know if this is in 20, Japan, 25 years you had a whole generation of kids to see that vehicle if this is in japan they just give some kids some nails and some saws and let them play on yeah, it. play on it go ahead and get tetanus it'll make you stronger 
uh the new york daily news reports the vehicle was a local landmark it was owned by an elderly man reportedly suffering from mental illness he was unable to take care of it according to local residents interestingly the 1970 sedan had a current new york inspection sticker after a recent complaint however the car was ticketed by a street cleaner and shortly after towed to the nypd's erie basin auto pound it's a safety hazard one woman who moved to the neighborhood of pros i mean i'm sorry it's a safety hazard one woman who moved to the neighborhood of prospect park three years ago told daily news my children walk by it every day it needs to go away another neighbor added everybody everybody had to move except you guessed it this cadillac is even above films no ticket and no tow no one was actually sure when the car was last moved from its location new parking rules couldn't relocate the caddy and even a recent city filming permit that asked all residents to move their cars couldn't change anything the luxury sedan from decades ago was stuffed from floor to roof with yellow newspapers and empty water bottles however no one not everyone was happy the vehicle was towed from the city that car is a staple of this community's a neighbor that goes by the name of jake said those who gawk at it and want to get rid of it aren't real brooklyn knights word is bond zero to hundred karen a hundred because they made the move that vehicle yeah i think i had to had to get that that vehicle was fine i can't believe they did that i mean all those aside i mean it's not like the person was still living the people's like let the man die before you move it there goes the neighborhood the whites move in and just get the shit up out of there the whites move in all of a sudden the police show up all of a sudden it's not 45 minutes for ems to show up all of a sudden your services get fixed your streets get paved yeah somebody somebody black probably had called to get it towed like 30 like 23 years ago niggas have probably been complaining about that fucking vehicle for decades and nobody cared um then after a while it's like well let it stay it's part of the neighborhood and then that's when white people was like uh 911 i'm under attack by a car that is sitting here uh last one st louis man admits he sent bogus rejections to job applicants with ghetto names last summer after multiple job applicants seeking uh positions at chesterfield testosterone credit uh, clinic i'm sorry got rejection letters citing their ghetto names the business owner maintained that in fact a former employee had maliciously used the company's indeed.com profile to send out the racist messages now that claim has been confirmed earlier today st louis resident christopher crivolio uh pled guilty in federal court to one count of identity theft for his role in creating the racist hoax oh so this is one of those times where black people probably didn't believe him when it was like we are not sending out racist letters we did not do that shit yeah, we really and, we really didn't do this y'all and they were like everybody's like oh so you what yo yo indeed.com was, account was got hacked. hacked oh 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 i was hacked it was like no y'all we was really really hacked y'all that's what they love to say i was hacked i was hacked y'all lying crackers one of the few times they was like we were really hacked y'all they was like we gotta go to court now, Damn. No, now it's two years later nobody cares in press release right? in the press release from the u.s attorney's office crivolio 47 describes admitting to sending unauthorized emails purporting to be from an employee of Ment- uh, mentality health without the knowledge of the company as riverfront times first reported in august 2018 emails arrived in the inboxes mo- of multiple applicants among them black women who said they felt hurt by the emails implication their names made them unemployable one applicant st louis county resident dornicia zachary later told kmov that getting the email made her feel like the company looked at my name and said we don't care about what you've done in life 
Yeah, no, the, the company found out somebody sued. Somebody was like, "Hey, the, the fuck is this?" Or they told the news. Or they told the news right or, or shit or just put it on facebook now you ain't got to tell the news yeah put it on facebook some racist shit happened to you and you black put that shit on your facebook take Instagram, it off private twitter screenshots of the emails posted to facebook quick see quote for spread on social media and the story was heavily covered by local news outlets and made national news and tabloids like the new york post at that time mentality uh owner kevin muret told rft that the emails were created by potentially an ex-employee but it wasn't just the text of the email itself that troubled me right the rejection messages were signed with the name and contact information of a different employee a nurse practitioner this added deception this added deception amounted to identity theft and according to prosecutors it led to harassing social media messages and phone call target targeting the employee who had been framed as the author of the racist rejection methods messages which is why i tell y'all you gotta be careful with black twitter csi sometimes they pull the gun so fast and you ruin somebody's life and it's like uh that wasn't even the right person you just never know just as it's quick when you're dealing with black twitter csi come on at no point in time had the employee or any uh employee at mentality health authorized Crivolio to use employees in identification or to send communications purporting to be on behalf of mentality health the press release says the case was investigated by the st louis office of the fbi in a statement special agent in charge richard quinn noted Crivolio set out to do more than target his former co-worker in this case he set out to destroy the company's reputation zero to 100 karen oh 100 not for the company but for the person that did that bullshit you know the worst part i give it 100 too but you know the worst part black people weren't even the target in what he wanted to do we were such an afterthought he was just like oh this is uh, being racist will make this company look bad but he really took the the limbs of sending the letters out it, you know it was so ridiculous and it's so easy to find out who did this kind of stupid and he shit used the woman yeah sexist well that's the one that's one of the people we he did it to more than one. Oh, he did the multiple employees yeah oh so now you're getting all these employees is being harassed right like that's so fucked up man and all like as a fucking side like just not even like black people did nothing to him he's just like oh and i was just throwing some racism <laughs> sprinkles of racism on top of it oh my god just a little sprinkle just just ridiculous guys because we're always the afterthought um all right let's uh get into our other game uh wait do you want to do guess the race of white people news i'll let you pick today mm, i think we did guess the race last time so let's do white people news okay karen you heard it here first karen would like to do white people news um let me go find uh white people cover song for you guys uh because can't am i gonna regret this probably <laughs> um but this is the this is the path you chose Karen <laughs> nobody made you do this I just asked which of the choices you would like to do um let's see um which one um alright we'll do this one and let me uh bring up the uh how do I share my screen again okay here I go and of course that's gonna take a second oh all right cool it's working sometimes it freezes um but yeah gotta find a cover song first and then we gotta talk about trump and then we'll get to uh the actual white people news um hopefully relaxing white people news try that again if you make it 
slow this all the way down oh an ad what's happening <laughs> that's new uh ad popped up in the middle of the video and then everything went to shit is, is it gonna play this ad or not i don't understand okay i guess not my baby don't mess Ooh. around yeah, she me. Loves the Come on. But does she really wanna look and stand and see me walk out the door? Let it use you. Don't try <laughs> to find the feeling cause the thought alone is killing me right now. I feel like I'm being yelled at. Thank God for mom and dad sticking two together cause they don't know how. Hey, ah. Hey, ah. Sound like the white spiritual version. Hey, ah. I see that clapping. Hey, ah. Think you got it? Oh, you think you got it? Got it. Don't get it till there's nothing in the hall. We get together. Oh, we get together. Oh, we get together. Separate styles, better, and the steaming in the hall. What they say is why, 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 Oh, the white man saying no. Now with this guitar, you ain't. Oh, he's freestyling now. Oh, oh, go ahead now. Let me get my fools out. I need to be checking my thighs. Now dose it, dough around your partner. Let's go. Put your left foot in and your left foot out. Put it in the middle and shake it up out. Hey! <laughs> no. Oh, that was a good one, Karen. Good job. Way to pick, Way to pick one. Oh, we got a kid in one of them. Lord knows. Jesus. Oh, that sounded even worse. I'm good. Mm-mm. All right. Well, let's get to the white people news. Um, gotta start with that y'all's man, of course because uh y'all voted for donald trump and we didn't um so it's really your fault uh let's see what are what's trump been up to in the last few days damn five things um will hurt is a black and uh he's leaving (laughs) he's leaving congress 
to help the GOP become more diverse. So he's a black congressman leaving the GOP. Somebody sent this to me and said, Oh, Rod, they abandoned the ship. All the black people leaving. Well, if he's going back to get more coons, I would say this is actually a win for them. Oh, come on. He's going coon hunting. Trying to recruit some coons to come work for the GOP. And they all around. Okay. Uh, I mean, people think it's because all the scandals and shit, but Mm-mm. I don't know. So, uh, Ooh, this guy's kind of back with a whole crew. Not so sure. Also, to catch a coon. That's yeah. hilarious. So, he's going to get more people that are anti-black to sign on up. Yep. Trump to use massacres to advance his anti-immigration policy, teasing support for gun reform uh, as long as he gets his wall. So, just when you thought couldn't get any worse any more colder cynical and vile um donald trump says uh yeah i'll give you guys gun control you guys want gun control stop these massacres uh no 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 now to get into my heart uh if y'all give me a while uh you go back on the shit so it don't matter the pipe bomb meller caesar sayok has been who targeted trump critics has been sentenced to 20 years in prison Hmm, surprised they let him go to jail yep 20 years i'm sure trump will pardon him before he leaves office yeah, no, he will. uh donald trump lashed out at barack obama because barack obama condemned leaders who normalize racist sentiments hit dogs what's happening right hit dogs right because you know barack just so tweet trump he don't even say his name Mm-mm. he just be saying stuff like well let's not give in to divisive leaders at this time and shit like that and then trump's on like that motherfucker talking about me mm, i'm a divisive leader you son of a bitch uh yourself, ain't you? right the president tweeted i'm the least racist person well damn if you say so then i guess it's true to back up his argument he pointed of course to the unemployment states and uh you know how he, he always does the unemployment numbers it ain't his numbers yeah they still barack the, the ones numbers. he wrote straight off of barack obama's work right a lot of your policies and procedures that a lot of the shit that you actually ain't the laws actually just now uh, 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 ain't in effect yet the only thing worse than him doing this is when every once in a while you catch a black person doing it yeah scum of the earth it's the only thing worse than seeing him make the argument is i mean barack ain't do nothing for us i mean trump got them numbers up that okay bro all right i'm gonna need you to back up off me we can no longer be friends nor talk <laughs> right i'm gonna like, need you to stay away literally. from me uh what is that so yeah of course he went to that and he pointed to a fox and friends discussion that asked should the president should a former president criticize a current president and um <laughs> yeah if y'all believe that shit is old, like if y'all think they were really having that merit on the merits of the argument wait till uh trump isn't in office anymore because you know he's gonna be talking shit about the next president no matter what and they will not be having discussions about how appropriate it is on fox and that's if he leaves office i can see his ass saying fake news i am never leaving office okay yeah whatever happens i'm just saying uh trump retweeted a quote from kill me did george bush ever condemn president obama after sandy hook president obama had 32 mass shootings during his reign not many people say obama is out of control mass shootings were happening before president even thought about running for president 
this is a denial of truth and i'm not talking about the numbers i'm talking about the fact that president obama was trying to do something and pass gun control at the sandy hook they fucking vilify him for crying uh about dead children they say he was faking having empathy for those parents he had just met with and one like a tear went down his eye and they lost their shit and said this man is fake the whole situation is fake the parents are crisis actors um all because they love guns like we love our guns way more than them kids so i hope you don't think we're giving up them guns just because a negro Mm -hmm. cried beat it billy i'll shoot you too all right so uh students for trump founder pleads guilty to posing as lawyer in a forty six thousand dollar scam you don't say he like a type yep so if everybody around you scamming and going down would that make you sounds reasonable you guys ever been in that situation where it's like hey uh i am a person that loves trump and i'm also a scammer it feels like it's uh kind of a pattern of his like he has a type like trump supporters are a type um so good luck to to everybody involved in all that mess um all right we can get into the white people news now um we're almost at the break so i'm gonna pause all right everyone's back and it's time for some white people news guys time to relax a little bit chill out talk about these white folks okay guys let's do it um a woman was sent to the hospital after posing with an octopus on her face oh okay like you don't because octopus got them suction cups right so it's sucking her face to death what, what, what was the purpose i guess it really must have sucked karen all right um jamie baselglia met up with some fishermen uh who had hooked an octopus during a fishing derby um in the tacoma's narrows uh august 2nd uh she saw opportunity for unusual pictures so it was a photo contest in the derby so crazy me hindsight now looking back i probably made a big mistake she put the octopus on her face and posed at first it grabbed with her skin her skin with its suckers and then did something she didn't expect when it bit her on the face what you don't think they bite they also have a beak underneath that is like hard enough to pierce like shell uh in the middle of octopus oh now that i didn't know oh so it's not teeth it's a beak oh (laughs) because i know it'd be fucking shit up it it had barreled its beak into my chin and then let go a little bit and did it again it was a really intense pain it went inside and it just bled dripping blood for a long time basilia uh said the octopus was a smaller juvenile version of a giant pacific octopus although a spokeswoman at the point defines aquarium says it could have been a pacific red octopus both have a powerful beak used to break and eat crabs clams and mussels and their bite contains a poisonous venom to immobilize their prey she says the venom left her in incredible pain but as uh owner of south sound salmon sisters she kept fishing for two more days before she finally went to the emergency room what white people fuck that i get bit by anything i'm no my black ass i got bit what is this yeah only white people would attempt some shit like that because uh that's crazy talk oh i'll just i'll just wait a few days 
and then <laughs> did i go and then i'll go up there uh just you know hey i'm a sister si- salmon sister Them crackers Mm-mm. no thank you uh i'm still in pain i'm on three different antibiotics this can come and go swelling for months they say uh she says the whole painful experience taught her a valuable lesson by handling a live octopus this was not a good idea i would never do it again no shit <laughs> should have done it in the first place fuck with animals uh <laughs> one of my favorite um scammers is back in the news one of our favorite scammers out I, I, oh, I, I hate to speak both of us but i feel like uh one of our favorite scammers is back our girl um so <laughs> we talk all here all the time about gwyneth paltrow yes and how she consistently uh i don't know how she has this second life with goop as like a different from marvel natural health scammer but she be getting hey girl, the money i just wanted to let you girls know that i'm a real messy bitch i'm a messy bitch who lives for drama a she woman a woman has left with astonishing uh wait agonizing i'm sorry a woman was left with agonizing burns after trying vaginal steaming doctors have revealed in a story in a gory medical report uh the unidentified 62 year old saw a traditional chinese doctor for advice about her uncomfortable vaginal prolapse she advised her to sit over boiling hot water infused with herbs for 20 minutes which landed her in the hospital with second degree burns what did she do that's a hot pussy summer apparently um i'm i'm pretty i don't it wasn't supposed to go like that oh man medics at the university of calgary canada published the unusual case of the woman who yes, was she, of chinese origin she didn't do it correctly oh she didn't do it correctly that's what mm-hmm. the problem was okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. well i'm sure uh she's probably pretty mad at uh gwyneth paltrow i bet she was steamed <laughs> hopefully they can iron it out um <laughs> doctors who treated her say it's the first documented case of vaginal burn from the steaming procedure how hot did she have this shit and how close was she to it set this shit to to fucking infinity <laughs> the procedure was once recommended by gwyneth paltrow on the website goop which doctors believe led to a surge of popularity gynecologists have repeatedly warned v-steaming which is its often shortened down to name i guess can cause infections and is not proven to work yeah man the vagina is like a motherfucking self-cleaning machine a magwai is what i was gonna say the vagina is like a magwai i don't know if y'all remember gremlins okay (laughs) but it's a lot of rules and you gotta you gotta treat it right you can't just be doing anything to a vagina it's like it it is self-cleaning but like the way it cleans itself is not the ways you would think man Mm -mm. like it's just not you like oh i'm gonna put some chocolate sauce in this pussy okay at your own risk at your own risk you don't know what the fuck's gonna come out after that man mm-hmm. you gotta yeah you can't feed it after midnight you have to be careful <laughs> okay it's amazing don't put it in water and, and try to fuck it because you can get diseases and recent infections and shit don't, don't steam it it's amazing because uh when people talk about uh, uh getting pregnant the vagina actually fights sperm off like it actually box that shit like nigga no just saying so, so yes gotta be gotta be careful out here they got rules steaming shit all willy-nilly your your vagina is not some some dumplings okay (laughs) no it's not 
you can't just steam it just because a fucking because somebody is 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 robert downey jr's girlfriend in the movie does not give her the fucking right to tell you oh no girl just put some tan foil on your pussy it'll be fine it'll be fine sprinkle some sugar on it yeah do that shit if you want to sprinkle some dirt on on your pussy girl it'll be fine okay i've done all the tests all types of problems i don't know if you noticed but i i'm mercy in the uh in last Mm -hmm. in uh end game okay you don't know what's happening i came i came i'm iron maiden in the end game i saved tony stark Mm -hmm. so uh you can go ahead and uh you can trust me okay just put some msg on your pussy real quick And the doctors probably don't seen it all. So whatever you you fuck it up, they be like, we we seen this from the. No, just microwave your pussy for twenty to thirty minutes. Just trust me, uh, it'll clean it right on up. Tighten that shit right back. Uh, Doctor Magali Robert, lead author of the report, said vaginal steaming has been used for centuries in some Asian and African countries. Advocates of the procedure claim it tightens and refreshes the vagina and even promotes healing after childbirth. Doctor Robert, a gynecologist, said in today's society, steaming is another method of empowering womanhood. Writing in the case report or scamming womanhood, writing in. <laughs> I'm gonna sell you these vaginal steaming jars uh, for fifty dollars a piece. Um, empowerment to you, sister. Mm-hmm. For, for all cash, please. Thank you. She wants. She wanted a hot girl summer for real. I already made the hot girl summer. Okay, got it. All right. Uh, in today's society, my steaming, bad. No, it's all good. It's all good. In today's society, steaming is another method of empowering womanhood. Writing in the case report, there are many posts on the internet warning women of potential for burns caused by steaming. Doctor Robert said, until now, there's been no documented cases in the medical because no one gonna report that. No one want to let y'all know they burn their pussy with steam. Like you, you, you keep that shit inside. It's a pain you learn to live with secretly forever. At, at, forever. Are you going tell them it's something else? You don't want to tell your doctor that shit. There's nothing else you can say when the steam I burns. Know. They open up the vagina. Woo, it's steamy in here. What you been doing, girl? You try to make some <laughs> hot pockets in this? What happened? <laughs> oh, this sweat. What the fuck is this? Oh, girl. What is? Mm uh these boils what is happening <laughs> your hair relaxed what is happening the woman could otherwise considered to be healthy had stage four vaginal prolapse that had been present for nine months vaginal steaming sometimes shortened the v steaming is an alternate health okay you know what else i like uh you know all jokes aside for one second we'll go back to jokes in a second mm-hmm. it's also sad because you know whatever she was dealing with with her vagina mm-hmm she felt so bad about how it looked that she did this shit because people judgment yeah you know like that's sad man we make people feel so bad about their bodies that they be like i'm gonna treat my pussy like a tea bag like come on man Mm-mm. you can't even like Mm-mm. like that's so it, fucked up yeah. were, like and and it's even sadder if she did it for men because men don't fuck anything come on send you know don't fuck a tailpipe of a car Send they dick pic to you don't care how the fuck it looks they don't give a fuck man like no lotion it or nothing him a dick girl all the time you see women is just like she is getting fucked because men don't care like don't do it on our behalf is all maybe mm-hmm. you do it for your own personal self-esteem right for you for you but don't do it for men mm. oh man self-esteem anyway maybe they like it's a hole i can put my dick in it yeah maybe she did it for her own self-esteem but still man like that's sad that you felt that i mean because that sounds like maybe a surgical thing if anything a prolapse but right to then have to be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and just try anything i guess i'll steam this shit and then you know she was super pressed because she steamed that shit for like 
you know she steamed that shit like she steamed that shit like she was baking fish or chicken or some shit she steamed, steamed that shit like some craw some crawfish like it's not it's not okay <laughs> it is not okay damn she seen that shit like it had bones in it like she had to flip it or some shit what is this in the process the woman sits above a source of heat such as a fire coals hot rocks on which water herbs or oils are placed to create steam or what? smoke hot rocks what is happening here doctors warn side effects and potential dangers include allergic reactions infection and second degree burns if the steam is too close vaginal prolapse is a common condition where the bladder uterus or bowel protrudes into the vagina which can cause a feeling of a vaginal lump it oh. most often happens due to child birth or pregnancy but can also be caused by obesity menopause strenuous exercise or medications Holy the shit. patient told doctors how multiple uh pessaries i don't know what that is multiple pessaries devices that go into the vagina to relieve symptoms have failed she was on a waiting list for surgery when she because it's canada they have uh that medicine mm-hmm. but you gotta wait uh when she turned up at an emergency unit complaining of blood in her vaginal discharge she stated that two days earlier she had tried vaginal steaming in an attempt to reduce the prolapse oh so she couldn't wait basically and she tried this and then <sighs> she got fucked up oh and she got the advice from a traditional chinese doctor who got it off of goop.com god damn the instructions were to mix an unspecified herbal medicine blend in a pan of boiling water she was told to place the pan on the rim of the toilet bowl and then sit on the toilet seat for 20 minutes no what what what, what? how see you know who told her this somebody that don't have a vagina guarantee that that was a man that told her that shit that no was somebody without a vagina that told her that shit yeah you just sit right on the hot water yeah get it clear the, right on up the fuck you do just just cook it on down you'll know it's done when the internal temperature reaches 165 okay <laughs> put your thermometer in it the fuck you don't have no you guarantee this motherfucker don't have no vagina there's no way that was your advice i don't have a vagina and i'm like you don't want to do that baby that's too close that'll get you five ten <laughs> five to ten burns <laughs> instructions were to mix on the sample on some see for 20 minutes the patient repeated this on two occasions one day apart oh she's strong i mean after the first day you didn't know something was up the doctors examined a woman found second degree burns involving the cer- cervix and the lining of the vagina good god the burns are clearly visible because part of her vagina had prolapsed there was no evidence of infection she was treated with antibiotics i had to wrap the area with gauze twice a day her surgery for a vinyl prolapse vaginal prolapse was postponed till she had healed so she moved even further back on the waiting list oh oh my god in 2015 goop published an endorsement of vaginal steaming reviewing the treatment of at Ticon Spa in Santa Monica, California. The review said the real golden ticket here is the Mugworth V Steam. You sit on it with what is essentially a mini throne and a combination of infrared and mugwort steam cleanses cleanses your uterus at all. It is an energetic release. If you're in LA, you have to do it. Oh God. Oh God. Mm. Dr. Roberts said women are exposed to health information of various sources, including other allied health professionals, the internet, interpersonal communication, popular print, and television. Our patent, our patient was recommended this therapy by a traditional Chinese doctor whom she trusted. This exposure allows women to seek unconventional therapies, some of which may cause harm. Mm, 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 mm. 
uh vaginal prolapse often does not need treatment but for women whose lives are negatively affected there are a number of treatment options from weight loss and pelvic floor exercises to a device inserted in the vagina called a vaginal pessary which holds the prolapse organ in place for women who fail to respond to conservative measures and severe cases surgery may be recommended so man i understand she was in a desperate spot man but damn that that sucks that's all i got for that one oh my goodness uh let's see um oh in an update to that other white people news from the other day where the comedy club owner got killed Mm -hmm. man it ain't looking too good uh Uh they they found the dude who killed him Mm -hmm. he was the boyfriend of the living nanny okay uh who worked in that family with the family right because wouldn't the the wife and the kids away well yeah i didn't say that on tuesday but yes the wife and the kids were away okay and the man um who got killed was the husband of the wife okay so i don't know if there was some sort of like a fair thing happening or what but her boyfriend came by and stabbed him stabbed the husband and the nanny to death um and then i guess they 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 caught him so and this one you said a runner ran up on him like found her outside she ran out uh he i think the husband ran out the house or something like that okay yeah bermudez rodriguez 26 was found lying in the street of walton road near jefferson avenue in maplewood around 6 a.m saturday after police responded to a report of a woman being assaulted so i guess she ran out of the house okay people say she had been stabbed but made it out of the home before she could last in the street where with her hands bound she was later pronounced dead at beth israel so i don't know if he killed the the dude the husband dude because he was just in the house or what um but uh comedian rich ross posted that kim and Wiss hat was a great guy and a friend aaron berg wrote that kim and Wiss was essential to new york well yeah because he don't understand and mm, i guess comedy that club, com- yeah. comedians are you know memorializing him uh his wife and children were not at home the family had moved to maplewood about a year and a half ago so what was going do they have two houses what i wonder what that i don't know from from my understanding and i think you may have read this in the article say the the uh boyfriend was actually showing up there like he had been mm-hmm. there like several times just camping around yeah he, people had seen him right there was like something about that ain't right yep so they charged uh uh the boyfriend with in connection with the deaths um uh, text messages between the suspect and bermudez rodriguez show she was trying to break up with him which is when it happens officials said they he had keys to the house and she wanted them back uh police say he used the keys to enter the home and attacked her and uh Kimowitz. authorities say the suspect tried to flee to mexico but was detained at newark airport man that's so sad um but yeah they at least they caught him i guess you know yes uh let's see what else happened women are taking dominatrix classes to lure pro- powerful manhattan billionaires get to the money get to mm-hmm. the money don't get mad ho get a bag ho come on get all the bags ho <laughs> now what i like about this is now i'm not 1000 percent sure because i you know you can't really tell from the pictures all the way i'll try to show you guys a picture uh on my screen mm-hmm. pick up all the bags gucci prada whoever else got a bag pick it up uh but uh they look like black like light-skinned black women like i'm not sure like i mean if not then they culturally appropriate ass white women but they look like black women to me like they got braids and shit you know 
Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's, it's like maybe black like a, women. Like I said, that look like a black woman right there. Don't right. It's mm-hmm. not just me, right? Mm-mm. Like maybe black women out here securing the bag. Uh, something strange happening to Chrissy Monroe as she strolled along Madison Avenue. I'd be walking down the street, some guy would stop and offer to buy me something, said the Upper East Sider, who was CEO of Millennial Plastic Surgery Clinic in Midtown. Gifts were the good part, but Monroe said that once she went on dates with these serious, wealthy, powerful men, other caption, captains of the boardroom, I mean, often captains of the boardroom, they would turn to mush the second they stopped into the, stepped into the bedroom i'd be with these very bossy men who are ceos surgeons or judges but in bed they become completely different uh Monroe explained uh they want to lick my feet they want to paint my toenails i had one guy who will always want to come and clean my house i've always attracted though the uh these guys who want to worship my feet and treat me like a goddess uh so the 46 year old decided to make the most of it and give the men what they want see she look black too mm-hmm. goddess adrian gorgeous she she look like a black woman mm-hmm. i mean she kind of look like this porn star what was her name angelina something uh something jolie i remember that. i can't remember her name but she looked like that like maybe that's her maybe she's like i got a second gig i don't even have to fuck these dudes come on uh like dozens of other ladies uh or aurora jolie that was her name uh like dozens of other ladies hungry to hook up with billionaires who haunt the upper east side tribeca and other money parts of town monroe has turned uh to betsy cox the owner of black book concierge a couple of months ago cox launched a one-of-a-kind class for women with a particular problem understanding the sexual fetishes of the commanding men they sleep with she said that bdsm attracts so many formidable types because the amount of control these men have is astronomical in other words if you're surrounded by yes men and people green line your ideas if you if you dominate um all day long it can be a turn on for someone to have someone resist you they're looking for someone to tell them what to do for once cox said 55 so these are older women even even alpha males it seems need a break in her soho loft cox hosts classes involving the five well-heeled women in a dominatrix the four sessions cost two thousand dollars total and a cover and cover everything from the abc's of bdsm um, bondage and domination and sadism and masochism to psychological techniques women can use in their love lives i.g how to get into a man's head and how to treat social romantic and professional interactions like a game between a dom and a submissive mm. jennifer gatos 36 signed up to learn more about the kinks of the jet setter she meets um uh on the invitation only d- uh, dating at raya that's so rich i've never heard of it mm uh raya r-a-y uh it's not like you're you gonna have to get an invite to that shit right it's not like you are there to learn how to give a blowjob it's more psychological what makes a man a rich man want to relinquish control the busy showtime series uh buzzy sorry the buzzy showtime series billions about hedge fund tycoons and their debauched antics has also exposed the one secret bdsm culture um uh among new york city's rich and powerful on the show paul giamatti's u.s attorney character works hard then comes home to be by his therapist wife played by maggie siff in a killer pair of knee-high stiletto boots 
all of my friends read 50 shades of gray or read 50 shades of gray said an anonymous recent cox graduate of the eight-year-old snm novel that became an international bestseller then billions brought it back to the conversation cox says she started arranging classes after a friend expressed interest in upping her dating game by learning how to dom she mentioned it to other pals and received immediate interest it's so competitive to find a man some of these women can have anything but they can't get a man by learning dominance and understanding what drives these men women are getting an edge yeah i'm here for this good luck to all of them man they out here getting mm-hmm. and if you don't get a man you get the bag so they paying they paying uh news of the course is shared by word of mouth but there are already 30 women on the waiting list because her clients summer in europe she's now looking to host classes in just died in saint tropez uh she hopes to make dom doming the new pole dancing uh that makes sense to student gatos it's, it was all upper class women everyone from ceos to private school moms um the founder of gianella swimwear said of the class she attended i think we were all kind of shocked no one said anything at first the mistress showed us bonds whips and devices to put on men's private parts oh they gonna fuck around and get a movie out of this i bet mm-hmm. i can see this Mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if this if this if this even if it didn't blow up they could still option a movie on just the idea alone of you know women that are supposedly like timid and all this other stuff and dealing with fucked up men all the time mm-hmm. and all this shit and then boom we get in this class and we learn how to dom these niggas and now we get money and you know life is great and uh i'm using this on you know the husband that don't give me attention i'm using this on uh you know i'm using this to pay get money for classes and shit like i can see that mm-hmm. that could be that movie writes itself yeah, it does bdsm is misunderstood we want to give women confidence that they can bring it into the bedroom or the boardroom the common denominator among the women who take my class is that they are dar- dating in new york they want to be loved and appreciated but new york is a hard place it helps to understand the tendencies of these guys adrian who has been a professional dominatrix for five years and charges between five hundred dollars and a thousand dollars an hour describes herself as a true sadist whose clients are mostly rich men her most recent session before speaking to the post was a hedge fund manager one of my favorite fetishes has always been ball busting which is literally when you kick someone in the balls i get the big hugest giggle out of it my clients always want more she draws a line to change the diapers or adult ba- for adult babies yeah because some people are into that you know what i keep thinking too is uh um if if it's gonna become the new pole dancing then you know eventually broke niggas gonna want to be bdsm too and i wonder if it work on broke niggas you know what i'm saying like do broke people have the same like inclination to be like i need to be told what to do Mm-mm. like if you work at wendy's Mm-mm. do you have the same like no because no, you don't have no control <laughs> over your life so no right. no you ain't willing to give up no power like so it might not make it all the way to pole dancing mm. status because you know right now it's like strip club you know the, the broke man the rich man they all go in the strip club but mm-hmm. bdsm if it's for rich dudes that need a certain type of mentality or whatever you i don't know if you can find that mentality on just every well i don't know men are entitled though you know, i don't know i don't i, I think it's in my i might be wrong but 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 the their clientele is a certain type of man yeah and the that, price might go down if it goes international it goes widespread though that and also you, you're doing a service and odds are broke niggas ain't got 500 to a thousand dollars an hour to pay that's, you for that's what services. i'm saying that's what i'm saying the price i had to go down mm-hmm. because the reason you know the strip club is you know you have rich and broke people in the strip clubs because it don't cost 
like everything costs money in the strip club but like mm-hmm. you decide how much money right so it's like i can't afford a lap dance but i can put a dollar in her g-string mm-hmm. as opposed to you know the bdsm thing you know they might have to start being like all right we got 25 dollars. we got groupons for bdsm this week you know but i want to get one free get an hour for 200 dollars instead of 500 you know oh um, yeah be chipping in this shit no thank you you, people go in half right he kicked me a little bit in the balls to kick him a little bit in the balls you like no my I, one client so yeah but anyway uh good for them get that money mm-hmm. um and i like i said i was shocked looking at the pictures because i'm like these look like black that is not is that not a black woman it's a black woman cause she's you, something yeah the, you said it was something black dot com yes uh with black book that could mean little black book ah that doesn't necessarily mean she's black but that woman looks black to me chat room what y'all think yeah both of them look black right even this woman got something i'm not saying she all the way black but she got something Mm -hmm. like what the fuck i think it's a black thing man if so congratulations sisters congratulations secure all them ceo bags okay pack them up one by one elon musk somewhere getting his balls kicked and i'm here for it guys y'all doing the lord's work over there um let's see what other white people news do i have um oh white people love 90210 they do that that was my jam back in the day denise richards poses with uh bh 90210 cast what is bh oh beverly hills Mm -hmm. okay beverly hills 90210 class after announcing she will appear on the revival yeah they doing a a reboot they're doing a reboot of 90210 Mm mm-hmm huh like that's i don't know what the new zip code gonna be but uh <laughs> well, now they gonna catch that lightning in a bottle twice mm-hmm. wow well, I, I don't know I, I never really was into that sh- once again white people shit wasn't into it not I knocking actually, i actually enjoyed that not knocking black people that was into it so you did watch beverly hills 90210 mm-hmm. okay i never knew that about you you never talked about it it's been years ago how much did you watch the whole thing mm-hmm but i did enjoy it when i seen it now hold up are you is this one of them karen lies or you really didn't you watched like 30 minutes one time and now you claim that you actually watched it no i actually watched that in merrill's places i think they used to come on like back to back years ago when i was younger after i know they did i'm asking did you really watch it that's all you said you did and then i just but i i remember now that you also say you love edamame and we know that's not true and you love arby's and that's definitely not true so i just had to check to make sure you really did watch this shit i really did okay you I had believe you. luke do i <laughs> i believe you okay no i believe you that's it that's it you don't have to prove anything else i i just wanted to ask ask that you know i know how you are that's all just remember next time she says she won't watch something with me guys because it's too white <laughs> Melrose Place. Come on Fox, that was my shit. Melrose Place, Beverly Hills Nine One No. But if I mention uh some some Breaking Bad, she I, I seen white people in just white room. <laughs> oh, but when it was motherfucking uh Luke Priestley or whatever his name was, <laughs> Luke Perry. So I don't know these white people. I do not know these white people, y'all. <laughs> karen been secretly knowing these white people trying to act like you don't know their names and pregnant pronouncing the shit <laughs> uh, a lot of them i don't it was revealed earlier in the week that she had joined the cast of beverly hills 90210 and denise richards appeared to be getting along really well with her new castmates post posing with them for a photo on tuesday 
also shout out to denise richard she's also in that club with um um why can't i remember her name now she was in the leftovers but anyway she's in the good aging white lady club yes she is the woman who plays peter parker's mama Mm -hmm. marissa tomei is in there uh i cannot remember her name from the from the leftovers she's in there yeah denise richards is in there man she's 48 Mm -hmm. years old still look good you know we always get on the white people that you know when they crack we all do the like look at kelly and kanye but we never talk about the white people we like look at you 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 beat the aging gene somehow come on um but yeah she appears to be getting along really really well with the new castmates posing with them for a photo on tuesday the 48 year old beauty was seen in the middle of a group shot with jenny garth brian austin green iron zerling lala anthony lala was on there tori spelling and denise all hugging with their arms around each other wait was lala on the original or they just adding her for the for the uh, reboot because they like we need some black people i think they had no I, I don't remember her being on i, I, I can go check but i don't remember i don't her. remember them even having black people on there that like that but Mm-mm, i never didn't. watched it i just saw like commercials and was like yeah, okay oh. she was not i didn't think she was okay. on the original cast i was like i don't remember her um can't wait to share she put last week filming on beverly hills 90210 and eight more days till our premiere on fox tv wednesday august 7th oh they're going back that's today today. and going back today same channel fox karen you need me to record this for you because uh this was your shit apparently Mm, back in the day no i'm good so you don't want to watch the reboot Mm -mm. wow okay you loved it though huh okay uh can't wait to share with you all the fun we've been having being back together for anyone who's ever said you can't go home again we are living proof that you can i've had some of the best laughs hugs shared memories and great realizations and feeling of life coming full circle this summer i love all my old family and all of the new members family members we welcome i wonder who else is gonna uh watch this think nick Jew gonna watch it a possibility i feel like nick Jew might watch this this sounds like this a jam okay um no judgment guys this is judgment oh no no time. no no judgment Mm-mm. you sure you don't want me to dvr you and nick uh, you could be talking about it y'all could do wig caps i'm positive all right all right denise also took the social media to share a black and white image to mark her new role hilarious remarking her transition from real housewives of beverly hills star to Be- uh, beverly hills 90210 look what i'm shooting she said from one beverly hills show to another the monochrome picture had the beauty holding up a clapperboard with from scene 47a while in vancouver british columbia so i don't even film this shit in la huh i did not know that might be cheaper i might need to follow her on the ground she like she be having gorgeous. a good time mm-hmm. um plus she was an undercover brother she was so she yes gotta be, she was gotta be cool uh denise joined the beverly hill housewives for the ninth season it had reported it has been reported that the franchise has not yet offered any of the latest contracts for season 10 then 1992 she played robin mcgill in the episode of beverly hills 90210 20 years later she made an appearance in 90210 reboot as gwen thompson and now she has a new role role on beverly hills 90210 uh, oh, oh now it's called bh 90210 oh that's why oh the show continues to be continues the wildly popular beverly hills 90210 which ran from 1990 to 2000 and premieres on fox august 7th well good luck okay glad to see 10 whole years glad to see white people out here getting it you know mm-hmm. it's good to see them finally doing well for themselves um <laughs> 
they just felt like they couldn't catch a break lately you know mm-hmm. all this bias training and uh you know you got it's hard for them to get into college without so much better now? giving up guardianship and and it's you know they were going through a time guys and it's good to see them finally come out of that on on top mm-hmm. you know all right y'all uh let's get into some sword ratchetness and then we'll get out of here you guys got long episodes this week don't say we don't love you ain't that okay? the truth and uh we appreciate y'all we do uh all right where's my sword ratchetness sound effect A 22-year-old man who was caught on camera brandishing a sword and threatening shopkeepers in Northeast Delhi, welcome, uh, has been arrested. Northeast Delhi's welcome? What does that mean? D-E-L-H-I. New Delhi? So this is in India? What is this from? Businessstandard.com. Okay. Uh, the incident took place on Tuesday night. The accused Salman, a resident of Jafarabad, um was arrested from his from his residence oh this probably had to be translated um jafar bad is a spoiler for uh aladdin a uh video of the incident wherein salman can be seen intimidating the shopkeepers with swords and vandalizing the shops located in a busy busy open market area had service on social media sites the investigation revealed that salman and his accomplice maroof also a resident of Jafarabad were under the influence of alcohol at the time of the incident well that explains it all mm-hmm. a sword and a knife have been seized from the accused Maroof was arrested on Thursday an inquiry by a senior police officer into the episode is underway the main accused Salman was earlier booked in four cases he was arrested on May 8th this year in a case of registered under the arms act oh good they got an anti-sword act i love this country under the arms at the welcome police station he was released in june there you go guys all right that's everything thank you so much uh for this week week. we appreciate y'all talk to y'all premium people friday Mm -hmm. uh i think we're doing balls deep and uh nerd off possibly uh friday for everybody else we'll see you saturday Saturday, all right until then i love you i love you too